ladies and gentlemen, my name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have my partner, Deuce. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Actually, a lot's going on right now. There's been so much going on in the world of media and all kinds of stuff. So, But we would not be able to call this the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce without the salute. Oh, yeah. We got to get a little Friday salute in. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Good times. That's right. We are recording on a Friday, which is awesome. So, Yeah, because we're the cool Both. kids, and this is what we do on Friday night is sit in a dark yep. room alone with no- two microphones. Nothing cooler <laughs> than being on a podcast on a Friday night, That's drinking some beers. Oh, yeah, man. Yep. It's Friday, drinking the cool, good old Coors Light. Yep. Oh, that's good stuff. So, speaking of beer, beer you drink during the summer. Yeah, that's true. So, because it's hot. Yeah. You know what else is during the summer is SummerSlam. Oh, that is very true. So excited. It's it's uh, going to be a shakeup. Uh, this uh, Interesting to see what's going to happen with this card uh, because, you know, normally, as you said in our previous wrestling episode, you know, you have your four, right? Yeah. And uh, you said now, currently, in your opinion, you have Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, and WrestleMania. Now, Correct. Survivor Series, I agree with you, is... It's not a main four nope. anymore. Like, I don't care what they say. It might have been an original main four pay-per-view, but right. it's not anymore. That's for damn sure. And, of course, uh, that is coming up. Today's Friday. And uh, from the Staples Center, live in Los Angeles, California, we used to have a party over at your house for these things. Oh, yeah, man. I took the day after off. We're going to barbecue us some ribs. We're going to get a mm. drink on. I don't got to go to work the next day. Man, that sounds good. It's going to be a party. So a lot's happened in the WWE. I thought we would start off with uh, some news you okay. just share with yeah, me before yeah, yeah. we get into the SummerSlam Before talk. we get into the SummerSlam, one of the big things is you know that they've got all these crazy, crazy cutbacks that are going on, oh, and yeah. uh, they cut the ring bell. You know how we've always had a guy that rings a bell that sits right next to the ring? Right. Well, they cut him. They they fired him. And he's oh, the actual there. guy's gone. The actual guy's gone. And, Holy and he's crap. been there 20 years. And they fired him. I just, oh, wow, I didn't even realize that when you told me. Yeah. Wow. And then not only that, what they're going to do is they're replacing it with an audio clip. So basically somebody in the in the production van is going to hit a ding, ding, ding. And it's going to play through the loudspeakers. It's not even going to be a real fucking bell. Well, I'll quote one of my favorite quotes from a television show, The Twilight Zone. You are obsolete. You are obsolete. Pretty wow. much, yeah. That's... They're like, you know what? Why are we paying a guy to literally go ding, ding, ding when I can just play a fucking MIDI file or uh, right. some sort of audio file through the loudspeakers and call it a day? They'll just have the guys that do the, the, the from the soundtrack that do the music and yeah. all that stuff. They'll just have them. Exactly. Which is hilarious because think about how many matches in our youth during the, the Attitude Area were the the bell ringer would get involved. Like, somebody would steal the ring bell and, like, oh, yeah. beat somebody in the head True, with it. Yeah. How are they going to do that? It's not even going to fucking be there. Are they going to hit him with a fucking boom box? I mean, <laughs> you know. That's true. I don't know. I, but I, when I heard that, that was a sad, it, it sad, is sad state of affairs. It's funny, though, because you think about jobs in general that have become obsolete over the mm-hmm. years. You, you look at, remember, there used to be a guy that would actually operate your elevator. Yeah, yeah. And that. You they do it don't yourself. do that anymore. You used to have people that would pump your gas for you. Yeah, they don't do that They anymore. don't do that anymore. So now, poor old poor bell old ringer. Bell ringer. <laughs> poor guy. I feel really bad. So what are you going to do? Like when your resume says, well, you've been doing the last 20 years. Well, I rang a bell. <laughs> I mean, you know, unless the hunchback in Notre Dame's out of fucking work, I don't know what he's going to be qualified for. Or the Say by the Bell has a new, new oh, episode. Oh, a new episode? So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Something so, like that. Yeah. But holy cow. But speaking of, uh, besides that, and craziness that's been going yeah, on. Yeah, you sent me a couple things today. That yeah. and something else that I was surprised by. 
uh, Alberto Del Rio. Alberto! Del Rio. Has been fired. So they let him go. And uh, not only that, because supposedly what the dirt sheets are saying, A, he's been wanting to leave anyway when his contract was up. But two, he got in an altercation with somebody in the back. Oh, did he? Yeah, somebody from WWE.com, like one of the reporters, I guess. And supposedly, I, I want to put allegedly, allegedly had an altercation with him. Now, some people say it was one kind of altercation. Some people say it's another. So I don't even want to put it out there in the hemisphere what exactly happened. But whatever it was, was bad enough that they let him go. Not only that, I have from the official Del Rio Twitter account. Oh, you know it's legit. Yeah. At Viva Del Rio is responsible for his own actions. If you're angry at anyone, be angry at Alberto. There's no excuse for a pro athlete not to conduct themselves in a professional manner. And that's from the official WWE run Twitter account. I mean, wow. that's not like some, you know, Joe Fan Schmoes. Or yeah, like it's the official WWE Twitter account. And yeah. that means, that tells me whatever happened was bad, bad. Like if not only. You know, did they fire him? That they're basically kind of throwing him under the bus at the same time. And the other thing is, I usually they'll say like when they let somebody go because it's it's the old T-shirt. Good luck on your future endeavors. Right, right, right. Like there was none of that. Like yeah. it was just like there's the door. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, I want to say. And, well, let me double check before I, I run my mouth on that because WWE actually sends me texts. Like, official WWE tech. So, give me one second on that. Sure. He's checking on his phone, which is cool. Kyle yeah. has a phone now. Yeah, I've, I've got a real phone. I got a, I got a big boy phone. Yay. So, I'm, I'm very excited. Um, Okay, no, I can't say that. I, I did not get an official text from them. Because usually, okay. like, the, like, they sent me the text about the AJ Lee page match being made official for... SummerSlam and other things, and I, for some reason, I thought maybe they yeah. sent me something, but it's been all over the net today, like people blowing up, but the thing is, I don't, because he got fired, I don't know how the 90-day works, but you know he's either going to TNA or AAA from Mexico is going to start being on tel- there TV. That's right. They're going to be on the El Rey network, right. and they're moving to California, so dollars to donuts because he used to be in triple a he did yeah he'll just go back over there yeah because i mean they'll welcome him with open arms and having a big name like alberto del rio was well, a big fish in a little pond exactly so. so but the other thing too is who's to say maybe he didn't engineer allegedly allegedly he didn't engineer this maybe so he could hurry up get the 90 days started now right so he could be cleared for when they start taping True. for the tv show for el rey I mean that's a, that's a very far fetched, very uh, out there conspiracy theory. But I've heard of stranger shit. So, mm. Yeah. So, but Del Rio in general, he's been through a lot this last couple of years. Yeah. Remember for that hot minute, they were pushing, Carlos. Yeah. And he was a, a face. Yeah. Remember, and they, as that as you heard me do earlier, the Alberto yeah. Long whatever. Yeah. But that was over with the audience for oh, a while. Oh yeah, and everybody was doing it. And see, yeah. see, like yeah. he was over, and it was weird seeing him as a face because yeah. like he was such a heel, like a really such good heel. Such a good heel. Yeah. Yeah. But, but when WWE started cutting back, he didn't come in in the car anymore, mm-hmm. and like he's not cutting the promos anymore. Well, like, they also got rid of uh, his 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 valet. Uh, what was the guy that came out with them? Um, right. 
Ricardo. Ricardo, Ricardo is who it is. Yeah, Ricardo. They, yeah, they yeah. they let him go too. Well, yeah, he got in trouble though. He had some uh, issues with a violation of drug or, oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. So, so he had some sort of issue. Where and they, they said they, you yeah. can stay on as an announcer for the announce team, but you can't be part of the actual uh, face uh, on there anymore. Oh, okay. So. Well. Like I said, they let him go, and that was kind of, for me, the writing on the walls. Like, if they're letting him go, because remember they put him with Rob Van Dam for a hot minute. They did. That was really strange. Yeah, it was. Well, the only reason I didn't think it was so strange is because I'm a huge ECW mark. Same and here. remember there was the the ref guy that used to come out with, oh, with true, the whistle? True, true. And used to blow the yep. whistle and yep. go out there with Rob that's Van right. Dam, and that's exactly kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. And I was surprised they didn't give him a whistle and make him start going That'd out been there funny. Yeah. copying the same kind of gimmick. But, um I don't know. Like, I, 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 it sucks that he's leaving because the guy is talented. The guy can work, but I don't think it's a great loss. But they haven't really done much with him. I mean, other than that little face turn they did. Yeah. I mean, after that, like, what, all he's been doing is just jobbing people, jobbing like, or been in the mid card. And to be honest with you, as much money as they're just hemorrhaging right now, mm-hmm. a contract because I'm sure he had a pretty big contract. A contract as big as his. Not having to pay that anymore probably saves him a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. And it's not like he was moving merch or anything. It's not like they were recouping the money on him. You know? Speaking of cutting, um, on Wednesday, you and I saw the post about the WWE magazine being cut. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm actually not surprised. I'm actually surprised that hasn't come sooner. No, they weren't clear on if there's still going to be an iPad app where you can get the digital version. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people that worked in that magazine department. And yeah. They did the WWE Kids magazine. Like, yeah. So, Which is weird because they just started that kids magazine did, like a did. year ago. Like yeah. that was they just started that, and I got you know I remember the WWE magazine. What well, was WWF back then? Right, magazine being around since we were kids. Like that's been around a long. Well, ass it used time. to be before the internet was really accessible, and that's how you got your news. You got your news from like from the, the magazine, old, yeah. old magazines and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like. You get a cover story, learn about a new wrestler or whatever yeah. coming in and getting interviews. And, like, it was, you know, those were fun to read. No, but you just think awesome. about how yeah. expensive it is now to print. Print media, yeah. yeah print media and, and ship mail it. it. Yeah. Just ship it and just, it is a lot of costs that they can just cut. Yeah. But we're, we'll get back to you guys on an update if they're keeping the actual digital edition. Because if not, those are dropping being cut as well. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. But you also got to wonder how many people bought the magazines in the stores. Um. I would say not that many because it seemed like we've got like a little racetrack next to our office, mm-hmm. and like every month I would see like they would have it on the news rack, the 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 WWE magazine, and it seemed like it was always like the same four or five issues were there until the next month when like the next four or five issues. So if they sold more than one or two a month, I would be really surprised. Well, when I worked at Blockbuster, we would have a magazine rack as well. And what would happen after a certain period of time before the new one go on the shelves? Yeah. They would just take them off the shelves and then scrap them. Away. Yeah, yeah, or if you know, that's how I got a lot of magazines yeah. for free because they were like, "Hey, you want it? Yeah, take it, take it," because it's going in the trash. Exactly, yeah. and I get some really cool magazines that way. Star Wars Insider for three years. That's how I got magazines for Star Wars Insider because they yeah. would just be like, "Bump." But yeah, you're true, and 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 when they take notice of that too, like companies yeah. like Blockbuster had to say, "Hey, we only sold this many." So don't ship us as many, and then yeah. if they start doing that all across the you know the country, then that then they'll just cut that particular magazine. I remember when one of my places I was working at, we had magazines too. We had video game magazines that we sold, right? And like in the beginning, we had like, and I'm talking circa ninety eight, ninety nine. We had a shit ton. We had like PC gamer, electronic gaming monthly, um, Nintendo Power, like all your big official name mag- Xbox magazine. Yeah, that one, that one was and, awesome. And official PlayStation magazine, right? Actually. 
I'll take that back. We hadn't even had the official Xbox magazine yet because at that time the Xbox hadn't even come out yet. Oh, We're true, still true. talking PS One, right? Uh, Nintendo. When 64 you get the demo era. disc in the PlayStation yeah. magazine, those were so cool. Those were cool, and it finally got to the point like where we were throwing them away every month. And then I'd say after about a year or two of me working there, they finally just did away with the magazines altogether and just went straight to Game Informer, and that was like the only thing we had. True. They were like, "Look, we're just." chunking these bitches left and right we're making you know pennies on the dollar if that and we're throwing all this shit away so well this is really cool we're talking about all kinds of different things are happening to a company that has been pretty much the superstar company the main corporate company of of wrestling for many you know several years and and now you know tna and all these other companies that want to kind of come in and and you know take wrestlers away and try to help expand their thing but I think the biggest thing for TNA was that ever since Sting left, like that was a huge. I mean, he wasn't doing a lot, but I still yeah. think his name, his name is is sells. It is it puts and, people in the seats. Yeah, you know? and besides that, knowing that they're going to lose their TV deal here in about right. two that's months, that's the sad thing. Like everybody's like freaking out. Like from what I understand, like the wrestlers in the locker room are worried because they're like, look, because that's exactly what happened to ECW. It is right. They, yeah. Like they were doing fine even on TNN until. They lost the TV deal, and then once they lost the TV deal, it just the whole thing went belly up. They they made a lot of money on the pay per views though, because everyone wanted to see those one night stands. Oh oh my My god, God, one night only, and oh my god, those were just amazing. Oh, I remember in high school because literally we would get a buddy of mine had, which is a very rare thing in Florida. He had a basement, and uh, we would go down there and we'd because he actually had a cable box, like a cable cable. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember those. Clicked it, yeah, yeah, and um we would all order the pay-per-view and it would be like all of us would chip in like our money from our different little jobs or paper routes or whatever just so we could see the ECW pay-per-views because they were so just extreme and over the top like you didn't know what you were going to see i mean for all you know you could have seen boobs you could have seen there like, was they it was somebody fucking dying like it was awesome yeah. dude like and there was a lot of you know phenomenal wrestlers back in those days man cuz oh, yeah. like I remember it was weird going back now, thanks to the WWE Network that yeah. is nine ninety nine. God Almighty! <laughs> I think they were trying to get that shit to tw- trend, but you know you can't put a period in you something can't. if you hashtag. You can't. So what did they want it to be like nine 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 hashtag or hashtag nine nine nine? Because you can't put hashtag yeah. nine period nine nine. Like I, I don't know what the fuckers are thinking half the time. Yeah, um, but uh, I like that. I like that. I can go back and watch all those ECWs yeah. in their entirety, like uncut. I was like, yes. Now, have they added the ECW TV yet? No, not yet. But okay, they will. That's, that's in the plans. See. Yeah. But I'd love the pay per views because there was that awesome one night only where they would have uh, WWF come over and like they had Mick yeah. Foley announcing, and I was like, oh, I remember those back in the day. I love those. And I remember they had Chris Jericho come in for a match because yeah. he was a Lionheart, Chris Jericho, or yeah. Um, yeah, Lionheart Chris Jericho back in the day. So like he he came back in his old moniker and everything. Yeah. Like and they had his like a suit and his old music. And I was like, yeah. yes, that was awesome. Because a lot of these people got start their starts there. Yeah, you know, uh, Stone Cold. I mean, a lot of them came back from the ECW era. You know, oh, and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, Lance Storm and all them. But that was really really cool to see. Kind of like, you know, where we've gone all these years. Yeah. And I do, I want WWE to succeed because I like the product. But yeah. I also don't. If they start cutting all these people, like it, it's it's definitely going to make a difference, yeah. and people are going to wonder how stable they are as a company when they start. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you start letting people go like that, people start to get worried. Um, the other thing I think that their biggest problem right now is there's no competition because I think uh, competition drives creativity, which makes you make a better product. But with 
like number two isn't even close. It's like if I'm about to win the Daytona 500 and second place is only on lap 20, it's like it ain't even close, man. So, um, you know, until they get some real competition, which as much as I hate to say it, especially now that I found out why TNA supposedly is, is not getting the TV deal renewed and, you know, with ROH, God bless them. I mean, they put on a, a decent show they do. for the the you know for the budget and everything they have but you know it's at least here with ROH it's on like at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night and 11:30 on Sundays and it's like right. your target audience for wrestling isn't home what well, Sunday night may be home but not Saturday night they're out at the bar or they're you know out with their friends or although I tell you one thing I love the Sunday night heat Back on, oh, they back would the let day. things fly during that episode, during that, oh, during yeah. that show. I was like, oh my god, Valvinus had he was yeah. like a king. Valvinus yeah. was the king on Sunday Night Heat. Like yeah. they would just let him cut promos left and right. Like he was just saying whatever he wanted. Well, and see, showing that was the coolest thing because back in the Attitude Era, for you kids that didn't know, Sunday Night Heat was a show from seven eight o'clock, and it was on MTV. Oh yeah, I mean wrestling was so big, it was on fucking MTV. It was huge, and yeah. one Sunday a month. It would be live it because would. it'd be right before the pay per view, and it would be li- kind of like what our pre shows are today on the WWE Network. And it was so cool because you get to see like one match for free, even if you hadn't gotten the pay per view. Which for me as a kid was like we never got pay per view, right. so like it was like the one match I'd be able to watch. And you're right, man. They, MTV didn't give two shits because back then they had like, celebrity death match had all kinds of stuff on there. Well, there not even time. that, but back then that was when you know they were getting eight, ten, fifteen, twenty million. You know, views it's and true. episodes. It's so, that, I mean, MTV, I'm sure, was selling the ad space on that, like out the yin yang, because it was always whatever the cool new product was, was on that show. Right. You could bet your ass. Yeah. Like, be it, you know, whatever new soda they were trying to push right. or whatever cool, hip now, wow thing they were trying to push. Because you're hitting a, a, yeah. a really big audience. It's you know? very young, and they've got a lot of disposable income. So, it's true. So, uh, I loved it. But speaking of things changing the way they used to be, did you hear the news that SmackDown might be going back to Thursday nights? Uh, no, I did not. What, what, what's that Sup- all about? Supposedly, because they showed the pictures, they've already done the wraparounds for the production trucks. Oh, yeah? And it says, you know, uh, WWE SmackDown, Thursday nights, 8 o'clock on Sci-Fi, which it's always been on Friday. But now they're saying at least what the dirt sheet, because I've seen the picture of the truck, and it's not edited. That's the fucking truck. Right. Supposedly the dirt sheets are saying, well, maybe the guy jumped the gun that did the wraparound, and maybe it's not moving. But to be honest with you, if I was sci-fi, I would do it because A, Thursday night they ain't got jack shit on. B, knock wrestling all you want. There is an audience for that, and they're going to watch. So you know, okay, it might only be 2, 3 million viewers, but you know you're getting that 2, 3 million or whatever the number is for how many watch. And Thursday night is the biggest advertising night of the week. You get more money per ad on a Thursday night than any other night of the week. So why not put a show that you know that's going to perform instead of putting a show well, that's just, eh, you know. Well, let's go back in time real quick. Um, yeah. This is, uh, you know, back in the day when WCW and, and WWF at the time, they were Going, in competition. Yeah. They would do that. Like you had, you had Monday Nitro, yeah, right. And then you had Raw. Raw, well, Raw is War first, yeah. and then Raw after nine eleven. Yeah, right. And then uh, a War Zone, and then yeah. was it? Yeah, War Zone, then Raw is War, whatever. It was yeah. one. They had it was like a two segment where they put they would actually put like a, a closing credit. Yeah, in the, with each segment for the first segment. hour was I think 
first one was Warzone. Warzone. And the yeah. second part was Raw or right, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So that it was interesting for that. And then of course they would. What it was like? It was like Ted Turner was trying to copy whatever they were doing and vice versa. Oh, yeah. But and then of course on. Thursday nights on WCW was Thursday, D- Thunder. Thunder, right? yeah. And now I actually like Thunder more than it did Nitro because Thunder they would bring all like the people, the mid carters in. You yeah. really got to see a lot of the people work that you didn't get to, yeah. get to work very often. So I actually kind of really liked uh, DDP actually, and they didn't do a lot of title changes over in Thunder. So I loved when DDP won won the title uh, his, his United States or whatever title yeah. on there, and I was like, oh cool, they actually yeah. had a title change over, and they did a lot of the cruiserweights got to play around. Yeah, and like. Back when people well, that was because they taped it. So like, if right. the cruiserweights had a botch or right. anything got botched, exactly. they could clean it up. And so that's why you had a lot of the mid card. Now there. SmackDown was on Thursday, Thursday as well. Yeah. So like, it was the thing was you back and forth. And I think what was the greatest thing was as a wrestling fan, you had Nitro and you had Raw, yeah. and then you had uh, two shows on Thursday, and then you had um, and then when they changed the the SmackDown to Friday, you would almost have every single day you would have some of wrestling to watch. Well, see, they didn't they didn't move SmackDown to Friday until after WCW closes. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. because I, I'll tell you when it happened. Because I'm such a fucking nerd. Uh, it was when UPN had it. Oh, that's and right. That's right. UPN moved it to uh, they moved it to Friday night, and then oh, and then that's when they did the merger. When it was right. UPN and the WB became CW. That's right. That's so right. CW had uh, SmackDown on Friday nights, but they only stayed like another year. Right. And then it went to w- uh, something that was called My TV. I don't even know if that's still around. It was called no. like My TV that, something. Um, and they had it for right. like a year or two. And then that's when Sci-Fi came in. But at that point, it had already been on Fridays. And I think that's the reason Sci-Fi grabbed it is because oh. it's like Friday night. Well, I will take this back, and this is just me being a sci-fi historian. When they moved it to Fridays, that was when Friday was sci-fi's biggest night because right. they had uh, Stargate SG-1, they had Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. and so when it came in, a lot of people got their feathers ruffled because they're like, well, what the fuck is this shit? This isn't sci-fi, and you're on the sci-fi channel. But it's what I tell people all the time when they bitch about, oh, you know, wrestling's on sci-fi. I'm like, look, that shit pays the bills. That is what's paying for Defiance and Dominion and all the new shows that are coming out, like that new 12 Monkeys that looks right. really good and all these new shows that are coming out. Wrestling's paying the bills for that. So if you don't want to watch it, fine. You've got like a thousand other channels you can watch. It's two hours on a Friday night. Or how about this? Get the fuck out of your house and go do something right. on a Friday night. Right. You know, But don't bitch because for two hours a week, you know, sci-fi is trying to pay the bills and keep the lights on. Well, it's funny. The point I'm trying to get is like I found a way to watch wrestling almost every single day of the mm-hmm. week because you had your Mondays. You had um, nothing was on Tuesday, right? It's nothing I'm aware of. Not that I remember. I don't remember anything being on Tuesday. I remember it being Sunday was pay-per-view night. Monday was Raw Nitro. Right. Thursday was SmackDown and um, Thunder. Thunder, and then Saturday, Saturday night, was they had, s- Shotgun Saturday night for And then WWF. they had the morning show uh, very early in the morning. Oh, they had AM Raw. The AM Raw, yeah. yeah. Which did, at least, oh God, I don't know when they stopped doing it, but for a hot minute there, and I'm talking this was only two years ago, they were still doing the AM Raw. They were, yeah. But it was like at 1, 2 in the morning on USC, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why are you putting, I mean, why even make a show if it's going to be an hour long and 2 in the morning, like, that would technically have been Sunday morning super early. I'm like... What the fuck? Like, I remember during the Attitude Era, AM Raw was, like, from either 9 to 10 or 10 to 11 on Saturday. Because right. I'd kind of gotten out of the Saturday morning cartoon phase because yeah. I was, you know, in high school. But I would watch that. I'd yeah. get up in the morning. Oh, yeah. I'd, like, mow the lawn. And then I'd watch, you know, 
AM yep, Raw, same here. and then you know go and do whatever. Well, I loved AM Raw because they would have a lot of like interviews and stuff, and you kind of got to see like the back, back the work. backstage yeah. stuff, and it, like it, it wasn't so much matches; no. it was more like kind of like the the raw backstage pass thing they've got on the WWE exactly. network now, yeah, where yeah. it's all behind the scenes stuff. It was really cool really, how they really built. Cool. They're like, this is how we're building our stages, and this is how we yeah. build the, the, the Titantron, and and yeah. how we. How that time when Kane was doing the, uh, we had the pyro and one of the pyros wasn't going. This yeah. is why it happened. And this right. is how we'd set the pyro. Like, it was really cool to see yeah. how the stuff was made. And, of course, you had Sunday Night Heat. And then if you had a pay-per-view, you had a pay-per-view. Yeah, so it was like almost six out yeah. of, five or six days out of the week you were watching wrestling. And yeah. I, I loved it. And this is back when I only had my VCR. So I, yeah. you didn't have TiVo and all that. So I was like popping my tape in, hitting the pause record, letting go, recording when I wanted, uh, pausing it again, flipping to the channel. And I would like pause, I would record Nitro and Raw at the same time. I would record yeah. it just when I was flipping it over. Yeah. On the off chance I was missing something, I was like, I better record it. You know. Uh, oh, that actually brings me. Speaking of the VCR, some of my favorite memories back when I had, I you know graduated high school. I was doing college, and then I went and I got a job at Universal driving boats, and I drove boats from seven at night till two in the morning. So I wouldn't get home to like three four a.m. Well. I had to tape everything because, like you said, it's before TiVo. So I would literally videotape everything and watch it when I got home. But the other thing you got to think is when you're on that switch schedule, 3, 4 in the morning is like you're 5 in the afternoon. Right. So literally I would come home at like 4 or 5 in the morning, start watching Raw and drinking beer. And I was living with my mom and my dad at the time. So, like, dad would get up and start having his coffee. He's drinking coffee. I'm drinking a Bud Light. And we're both watching Raw and, like, laughing our ass off and, like, just having a good old time. I'm getting drunker and Cooter Brown. And he's, you know, drinking coffee about to go to work. And some of my best memories of my dad are doing that. Like, us just, you know, scrambling up some eggs and just me <laughs> pounding a beer, him pounding a coffee and watching. Because that was... Oh man, that was two thousand two, three. Stone Cold had left, but that was when John Cena was really starting right. to do the Thug Life. Because even my dad, because he ain't a big rap guy, let me put it that way. But he's like, I don't know what it is with this kid. I kind of like this kid. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's pretty good. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, I don't even like that crappy rap. And he's like, <laughs> you know, he liked him. And yeah. Kurt Angle was still around, and that's right. back when SmackDown had the the SmackDown Six. Oh, true. You know, so, I mean, it was good times. I remember a lot of mornings, you know, waking up and then Remind that. me real quick. This is funny how this, this segment's turned into, like, a nostalgia segment, which yeah. is cool. We'll yeah. get into SummerSlam in a little bit. We but promise. We promise. But uh, we we it's so funny how when we're going to talk about a topic on the show, like, we, it just kind of goes. And we make goes. a hard right. It's awesome, yeah. though. It's cool. I think you guys like that. You guys yeah. have been giving us feedback on that, and we really appreciate that. But what was that... You have to recap my memory. This was 98, 97, 99. They had okay. the boxing matches. What were those? Brawl for all. Brawl for all. Brawl those for are all so were awesome. They were great, man. They were great. And do you remember it, it, the capped off? And I want to say it was at WrestleMania when it capped off. And the guy who won was Bart Billy Gunn. Yep. And th- for winning the Brawl for All, he got to fight uh, Butterbean. Yep. And you know how long that motherfucker lasted? 10 seconds yep. before Butterbean knocked him the fuck out. Butterbean was the man. Butterbean was the man. My dad loved Butterbean, and I remember because that was around the time where we would get one pay per view a year, and it would be like WrestleMania. And literally, I'd save up all like whatever job I had, I'd put a couple dollars away so when WrestleMania time we could get it. And me and my dad would always watch it. And I remember my dad like damn near spilling a full Coors Light because he was just laughing his ass off because he's like Butterbean knocked that guy the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good old uh, Cajun there. Oh man, yeah. I'm just saying it. Oh god, that was that was awesome, and that was a good pay per view too. I want to say that was like WrestleMania 15, 16. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it, all yeah. we have to know now with the WWE Network, yeah. which is. Nine ninety nine. We could totally do that. <laughs> we could so. search Butterbean in the description, and yeah. we'll find it. You know who you can't search? Chris Benoit. But <laughs> 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 maybe that's what they need to get to yeah. it's, it's like can't search Chris <laughs> Benoit. Chris hashtag Chris ba- Chris Benoit not found. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. I wonder if it gives you an error message. I don't know. I haven't. I, I haven't done. You guys it. go do, do it that live yeah, we'll, one night. We'll have to. Yeah. And, see this, what it pops up. and that's another thing is we we do realize that this is a certain niche audience that likes wrestling. Yeah. And so some of you guys that are not really into wrestling or might not check this episode out. But just if you do know people that are wrestling fans that like this stuff, you know, please let you know. Send us our way. I have a bad feeling they've turned out by now because we've done 30 minutes of wrestling That's talk. That's a good point. By, by this point, Th- they've th- checked th- out already. They've already checked out. They've we should have done out. that like the first we five should've. minutes. We should have. We should have. It's all good. But we, we hopefully with our we, we try to get pretty descriptive with our titles of our episodes. Yeah. That way you know right away, hey, this, yeah, is, this is something. This is it. Yeah. So, you know, you can skip it if yeah. it's not your cup of tea. And like I said, we know that when we're doing these podcasts at Happy Hour, we know wrestling's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Right. But if you are a wrestling fan and you are listening and you've made it to probably, what, now the 20, 30-minute mark or whatever, yeah. tell your friends. Because yep. most people that are wrestling fans have a lot of friends that are wrestling fans. Tell them, you know, get out there in the IWC, that internet wrestling community, because that yep. thing is huge. Get out there and spread the word, because we're going to keep doing these shows, because... It's a passion of ours, and even though we don't get as many hits on our wrestling shows as we do our video game shows, it's something we love, and we're not going to quit doing it. So, well, it's funny how uh, when when Kyle and I were talking about doing a podcast, we're like, "Oh, we'll just do a separate podcast, just do a wrestling one. We'll do a video game one, and we'll do whatever podcast." Yeah. But we realized, you know what? Just throw it all in the same banner and same moniker, and and just people... throw it in a blender and mix exactly. it up and let it all come out where where it is. Because I think everybody can kind of. With our show, I think everybody finds something they like. Because I've even had a buddy of mine tell me that. He's like, I really like you know this stuff, but my wife really likes this stuff. Yeah. And it's two totally different things, but they both kind of can find something to listen to. Yeah. So. so tell us your your wrestling memories, your fond wrestling memories growing up. you know, Or if you're a newer fan, tell us who your favorite wrestlers are. We just like to kind of hear what people's heads at, see where people's heads are at. Oh, yeah. And, and see what people like. You know, I'm going to put you on the spot, Deuce. Mm-hmm. Top five, in no order, top five wrestlers that you like at the moment. No order, though. Right, right now? Yep. Um, no order, though. Just just ran five of them that you like. Right well, now. I'm going to take one off the list automatically, okay. and that's CM Punk, because okay. technically he's not wrestling. Right. So, um, and I'm going to get a lot of backlash for this, so whatever. Um, John Cena. Okay. I love John Cena, and it's not just so much that I like him as a wrestler, I like him as a person because yeah. I don't give a damn what anybody says. He's there every day. Yep. He's there at all the live shows. He does all the PR. He he is the face of that company, and he, he knows he's the face of that company. Yep. And he does everything possible to like make the company better. And I can't, you know, if you want to knock him for not being a good wrestler or whatever, which I don't believe. I think he's a great wrestler. I think he's very technical and has got a lot of skills. Well, one of the things that you don't you people take for granted is, is how good you can take a bump because that's oh, not yeah. easy. No. If you make a bump look like it didn't look like you took a bump, then that means you're doing a fucking good job. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. And he takes bumps really good. Like, oh, he's really, one of the really best. He's got one of the best. Dante is not in my top five, but I do vouch for you because yeah. like I, he has some of the best mic skills I've seen since The Rock. Like, well, the I guy think he's has, one of the few guys that they actually give a live mic let to him ad-lib and just, let him ad lib. Yep, like yep. I think that's a very short list. Yeah. 
Um, the the other guy I really really like is Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is he's great on the mic. He sells like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. Um, and he's just good and he's entertaining and I enjoy watching him. Now, hopefully he's gotten his shit together. Yeah. And you know he'll be you know get out the doghouse and be okay. But I'd say, let's see, that's two. Um, I'm gonna have to throw and I know everybody's gonna throw me under the bus on this one too. The Miz. And that's just because I'm a huge Miz Mark. I was a big fan of his when he was on the Real World and the the Road Rules challenges, all that stuff. And I like him now. And like I remember, this was the Road to WrestleMania tour, and it was in Lakeland. Yeah. Now this is circa 2000. The main event. Now this this is back. You got to understand the Lakeland uh, Center at this time was only maybe a little bit bigger than your local armory. Like, they literally had a shower curtain rod that they walked <laughs> through. Like, it was a black curtain I've never rod, been shower curtain rod. back then. Yeah. yeah. So, funny. literally, they came through, like, a shower curtain. And the main event was Big Show versus Triple H, which was huge back then. But I remember Miz came out because he was in, uh, I guess it would have been OVW back yeah, then. Yeah, OVW, yep. And um, it was him and John Morrison were tag teaming. And this is before you knew who either of them were. And we got to see them in a tag team match, and that was awesome. And that it actually leads me to my my number. I guess we're at four now, and that'd be yeah. Rob Van Dam. I'm just an old school Rob Van Dam mark, huge ECW mark. Been one for a very very long time, and I just love that guy. He's fun. He's super cool. Like I remember when we were in Lakeland <coughs> at the Lakeland Center at that same show. There was a kid, must have been probably I want to say like six ish, had a huge RVD sign. And sung every single word to his theme song when he came wow. out. And, like, RVD high-fived him on the way down, high-fived him on the way back. And then when they did intermission, came out of the back, went and found that kid, and gave him his gloves for the match. And, That's like, awesome. autographed him and cool. gave him to that little kid. That's awesome. Yeah, because, I mean, by the time, back then, because most of them lived in Tampa and pretty close by, he could have left as soon as they were done. Because I've seen it. Like, when they're done... Like, you see him just peel out, especially when yep. we're in Lakeland. Like, as soon as yep. the match is done, they're like, match is done, I can go home, sweet. And yep. they're just, like, just tires and peeling the fuck out. So, yep. um, and number five, and, and people are going to hate this again, too, <laughs> Randy Orton. I love Randy Orton. I've been an old school fan of Randy Orton for a very long time. The guy isn't the greatest on the mic, um, but he, he's got a lot of moves, which I like, and he's just fun. And plus... One of the big reasons I like him, and let me throw a big, giant, allegedly, allegedly, maybe this happened. I don't know. He's shit in a diva's purse. Oh, wow. Yeah. And got to keep his job. So I'm like, wow. dude, shit in a diva's purse? Dude, you're you're my new favorite guy of the planet. Like, yeah. so, and that was back when he, you know, was having some problems, issues, you know. Because if you ever get a chance his, and you can his watch. His documentary is really good. Oh, very, very good. He it's, has some drug issues oh, for sure. yeah. And I think it was during that time because allegedly, supposedly, as the story goes, uh, I guess one of the divas he was hitting on or whatever, she turned down his advances and he shit in her $1,000 Louis Vuitton purse. Wow. And I'm like, you're the man. Like, wow. I don't know why, but I just thought that that was the coolest thing ever. So after that moment, I'm like. I love you, Randy Orton. Wow. You're the best. <laughs> so, I don't know. I've always liked that guy. So, I guess that'd be... What about you? What would you say your probably top five are? It's funny. It, it changes a lot depending on the mood, the mo- the mood I'm in. Yeah. But some are pretty consistent. Yeah. In no order, I would probably go... 
Dean Ambrose is really big on my list oh, right yeah. now. He's awesome. He's amazing. I love Dean Ambrose because I'm an old school Ring of Honor. I haven't gotten to watch it a lot in the last few years, but yeah, I remember. A lot. <laughs> yeah, but I remember back in the old Daniel Bryan and um, uh, Dean Ambrose, and like they had some really cool matches, and and um, it was just fun to watch him because he's he's a the way he's pre- being presented in WWE is much different than he was when he was in Ring of Honor. Yeah, because he's a lot more of a technical wrestler, and he's just more of a brawler, crazy like the striker, you know. Now and you know, which I like it. He's a cool character. But he can really wrestle, and I just think he's what he's done now. While he's been in, now he's been separated from the Shield. Like I always thought he might have just dropped off after the Shield, yeah. but excellent. I think he's getting a second win. To be he honest, he is, and the crowd's really yeah. over with him, which oh, is yeah. awesome. So it's really good. The crowd will dictate a lot. Like if the WWE, same thing will happen with Batista, right? Yeah. People were booing Batista not because they hate they hated him or they like to hate him. They were booing him because they didn't give a shit. They did not yeah. care he was back. And they were pissed that Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal Rumble exactly. match. So I mean, I get where they were coming from on that. Yeah. So Dean Ambrose is awesome. I really yeah. like him. And I also like. Um, I've always been a big fan of of Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro is awesome. He's yeah. amazing because he elevates other wrestlers. He I still does. think one of the best matches of. Excuse me. One of the best matches of of 2013 was his match with John Cena. Oh, that was oh stellar. my goodness! That match was just amazing. Like he made both of them look great, and like he's just pound for pound one of the strongest wrestlers. Oh, hands down. Yeah. I mean the way he just bull. I mean he he takes people and just lifts them like they're nothing, and yeah. like and, and like he's doing all these like you know European moves and, and suplexes, and where you really have to have your upper body strength to do it. Yeah. And the whole thing with Paul Heyman. That yeah. was a weird mix, um, but uh, you know, hey, when you're with Paul Heyman, you get elevated a little bit. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's never a bad thing to no, get put with no, the no. Paul Heyman. That's only a plus. So, but yeah, Cesaro, a big mark for him. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing him wrestle sometime live. Uh, and I'm kind of like with the mainstream right here. I I freaking love Roman Reigns. I think he's excellent. I really like like who he's become, where he started yeah. off as. Uh, I like his Superman punch. He looks really cool when he does it. He, that he does. And uh, chicks, chicks dig him too. You know, like he's a good-looking cat. And also, it's just like I feel like he's got power, and he's good on the mic for s- small times. He's been on on the mic. He's done a really good job, and he sells merch. And I just, I just think he's a good dude. And I think he's, you know, I think you do. I do agree with what our last episode yeah. that he's getting a push from the WWE a little bit because because of the Rock. Of the Rock. Yeah. Did you see the preview this week for SummerSlam? That yeah, basically said that he was the Rock's cousin yeah. and made a big deal about yeah. it, where it was like you know. I come from Legend Stock, or I can't remember what it was, but it showed a picture of The Rock, then showed a picture of him, and I'm like, all right, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to say that this is The Rock's cousin, and you're going to help give him the family rub to help him. And, and, like, I ain't mad at him. I think it's great from a marketing standpoint to do that because people are like, oh, I love The Rock. It's his cousin. That's fucking awesome. You know, and then they'll root for him. I mean, I don't dislike the kid. I like him. I'm just hoping they don't. They don't push him so hard that it's like down your throat, and then when he gets the title, you don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing that worries me. Right now, my my this I've done three right. This is number four. Yeah, this one might surprise people um, because his brother is not his crew member is not yeah. with him. But I I freaking like um, Luke Harper. That dude yeah. is awesome. He does. He's not big, and he's not like you know. He's not big selling merch and stuff. Yeah. He's not like uh, you know on the mic a lot. But this guy can wrestle, and every time he's in a match, he gives one hundred and ten percent every oh, single yeah. time. I just I think the match the day after WrestleMania blew me away. Mm-hmm. Like he was mm-hmm. doing freaking suplexes, his German suplexes, and and back body drops, yeah. and like doing all this awesome like Kurt Angle shit. Yeah, I was like, 
damn, this guy can wrestle. Yeah. Like, where, where did that come from? And apparently you read out that he's had history and he has a good trainer yeah. and, and all that stuff. He's been doing this for years, apparently. Oh, yeah. But I don't know a lot about him. So See, I didn't either until, yeah. like I said, my buddy came over for the last pay-per-view, and I think you were, weren't there for it. But he was the one telling me about how good he is on the mic, how he's been, you know, in NXT for a long time. And I want to say he might have been even said that he was somewhere else before there. I don't know if it was in Japan or if it was in, like, ROH or something, but they were like, they got him from somewhere else and brought him to NXT, but they spent a lot of time kind of grooming him in NXT. So I, I'm i not going to lie. I'm excited about when they finally let him use the mic, but I don't know if we're going to see that anytime soon because it seems right. like they want Bray Wyatt to be the right. the mouthpiece for that right. deal. So And another one that might surprise you that I don't know if it can count. Can we count wrestlers that are not actively wrestling right now? They're still on. Sure, why okay. not? Yeah. Oh, Wade Barrett. Love that dude to death. That yeah. guy is so awesome. And we'll get into it later. Another reason why I like him. But I, uh, the guy, what he's done since the very beginning, you know, he was part of that Nexus thing yeah. and that whole weird. And the original season, the first season yep. of NXT, when yep. it was like if you won the show, you got a contract with right. WWE, like a full fledged right. contract, which is kind of horseshit since yeah. they all worked for NXT they did. and had they contracts they already. Did. But they did. Yeah. yeah, but. Yeah, I I know where they were going with with that, but I mean, yeah, he was and he was a perfect mouthpiece and he a was. perfect like head for that. But what they did with him when he got injured and he was doing the bad news stuff oh, and the- like they got over like they were putting him on this huge tall pedestal yeah. like podium, and I was like, oh my god, they're really going in, and then all of a sudden it clicked with the crowd. The crowd was oh, like, yeah. he wasn't even wrestling, and this is how you are a good wrestler. You can be over with the crowd or not even actually in the ring. Yeah. He was injured at the time, and he's yeah. all like, ladies and gentlemen, I got some bad news. And the crowd was over, and he, and now the crowd's chanting bad news. And they, I mean, he's selling shirts. He's selling merch. Yeah. And he, is at the, he, he sells that elbow, man. That bull hammer, he, yeah. he sells it, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, um, JBL, his yeah. moon for years was the clothesline from hell. Yeah. And it was just a clothesline, but he sold that thing so well, yeah. right? And that's the thing. I, just, I think he's very charismatic. He's... He's good on the mic, really good on the mic. Yeah. He's up there, the top yeah. ten on the mic. He's excellent. Like he can improvise really well. He's a good wrestler. He's strong. You know, they always say he's the former bare knuckle champion, which yeah. I buy because yeah. he he fits his persona, his character. Oh yeah. And if I have to take him out because he's not actively wrestling right now, I'll probably put Dolph Ziggler because yeah. Dolph Ziggler, like you said earlier, he's killing it. Man. He's killing it. What I love about him, what my wife loves about him, is how energetic he is and how much oh, energy, because it, it's a contagious. Like, you come out and see he's shaking and, yeah. and his hair's all wet and it's flinging, and, yeah. and he's a good looking dude already to, to boot. But yeah. the fact that guy can wrestle and he's high energy and he, he's over with the crowd, the crowd loves to see that high energy. So I just, I really, I really dig Dolph Ziggler. So I like the Miz too, but Dolph, yeah, yeah. Dolph Ziggler for me, I. That's who I'm going for in the SummerSlam match, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. But it's all be interesting so people can see what our where our heads at right now with our tops, yeah. you know, like what we like. So people are like, oh, okay, these well, guys definitely. are just marking for yeah. CM Punk because we love CM yeah, Punk. Yeah, we but do. But, and I, I hope he, don't he does count. something, but he doesn't count until he finally decides where he's going to land. Which I, I think he's going to end up being the Dave Chappelle of pro wrestling. Is really what he's going to do because it's like he left, <laughs> and you're always going to think he's going to be coming back. He's going to be coming back, and then ten years from now, we're going to be having the same conversation where it's like, "Oh man, he's coming back to WWE," even though he's like forty, <laughs> right? Because you want him to, you know, right. you want him to come back, but you know, but he hasn't gone to Africa yet, so I guess we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, 
So, anyways, this is I really I really like where we went off with this. It's a good little tangent we went off forty three minutes later. So, um, well, do you want to go ahead and jump in on SummerSlam? Yeah, let's go ahead well. and jump in on SummerSlam. Like we said earlier, forty minutes ago, uh, it is August sixteenth from yeah. live from Staples Center in Los Angeles, California. And I thought uh, you sent me the the, the card, so I'm just going to yeah. throw them at, throw out the matches randomly, and we'll just talk about them. Okay. Um, let's talk about the flag match. Yeah. That's been really built up really well by WWE. Very well. A lot better than I thought it was going to be, crap. to be honest with you. Jack Swagger was on his way out. Yeah. Out of the WWE. Oh, yeah. And when he got with Cesaro, he started, it started to turn. People kind of were like, oh, I yeah. like Cesaro. Jack Swagger still kind of. Yeah. And they were moreover with. Um, with the Zeb Coulter. Zeb Coulter. Yeah, he was totally. And now that Cesaro that. went out and, and did his own thing yeah. with Heyman, and now he's doing his solo thing, it totally has rejuvenated his career. Like. Oh yeah, hands down. I, I think really that is what saved his ass. He did because you know they did the first round of cuts. Supposedly, theoretically, however we got to we need to look into that. What we need to say legally to cover our yeah. ass, but allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, supposedly and allegedly, he was gonna. They're gonna do one more round of cuts, like a second round, and I would have. I would have bet. Good money, he would have been in that second round of cuts if it hadn't been for this Rusev shit. Oh yeah, because like he was on the way out. The only reason I think he didn't get cut in the first round is because they love Zeb Coulter so much, and Zeb Coulter gets him a lot of fucking TV time. He does, he does. I swear to God, I've seen that guy like six times on Fox News, where like they're showing a clip of him saying something, and I'm like, it's oh, awesome. We love that Zeb Coulter guy. He's the best. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, but what I love about it was. Especially the last three Raws blew me away by how over the crowd is now. Oh, yeah. Like, it's loud. Like, yeah. when they say we are the people, it is loud. Yeah. It's like, deafening. It is deafening. And But it wouldn't be as good if they didn't have a good uh, villain on the other side. No, like, no. Rusev does make a good villain. And, and I don't know what it is. I don't, because racist isn't the right word. No. But as Americans, we always want to hate the other country. Right. Like we want to hate. I think that more. I think I think this more comes off of like an Olympics kind of deal. Like you want to be the yeah, better country. Yeah, you want to be the better country. It, it almost reminds me of Rocky Five when yeah. he was going against. Uh, they will crush you. You know that like that guy, the Dolph Lundgren or whatever it was, right. and and Bridget Nielsen was like yeah. teaching him what to do and everything. And it's it reminds me a lot, a lot of that. But you know, I. And they have know. that awesome shirt too that he's been wearing the last couple of weeks where it has his handprint. Oh, did you That's, see they made a new one? They did a new one? Well, it's the same one, but it's red, white, and blue now. So it's like a blue shirt. Awesome. And it's like awesome. all American colors. That's great. Which that tells you something when they pump out a shirt they do. in like a week. Yep. So it tells you he's moving merch and that they want to like pump the that shit crowd. Out of this I guy. mean, I, I want to buy a shirt now because this is yeah. so awesome, dude. And I'm not the biggest Jack Swagger fan by I'm any not. means at all. I liked it better when he was talking when he had the full on lisp. Do you remember back, back in the day? Swagger. Back Swagger? Yeah. When he had the Swagger throwing eagle? Yeah, I remember and that. And the eagle used to come out with yep. him? God, I love that. And, dude, I don't care if you got a list. My favorite wrestler of one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is Death of Rhodes. And let yep. me tell you, Death of Rhodes had one hell of a list. <laughs> he should Let me tell you, boys and girls, I have dined with kings and queens, and I have dined on pork and beans <laughs> because I am the greatest Death it Oh my god. High five, sir. That was excellent. <laughs> that was Holy a pretty spot crap. on Dusty. That was pretty fucking epic. Yeah, oh I'm my just god. saying. So I don't give a damn if you got a lisp. You're cool as shit if you got a lisp. But list the shit out of that, man. I ain't oh mad my at god. you. That's so awesome. Yeah. I love it. 
So it's going to be a fun match. I yeah. think the crowd's really going to be over, and they're going to sell a lot of merch that day. Oh, I think they will. And that's the thing. Like, SummerSlam, you got to remember, the reason they do it in L.A. every year is because, A, they sell out. Like they said, it's probably going to be the only sellout they have all year for SmackDown right. because whenever they're in California, they always sell really well. And, two, they sell merch out the asshole. And not just because of that. They're doing that whole uh, SummerSlam access for, like, the whole week of. So not just do they have the fans there. That's when they announce uh, the final roster for the 2K game. Right. And they do all the unveiling for the new 2K game, the story mode, and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's a huge, huge week for WWE. So, I mean, they're going to make a ton of money that week. That's for damn sure. And they need it. Right now, shit, they better be selling Slim Jims and everything else they got because trying to recoup some of that money. Well, I wonder, a lot of it has to do with the WWE Network, right? And we talked about it before, about the Dish Network. And they WWE. just didn't hit the numbers they needed on they top of that. They need to hit a million yeah. subscribers. But now the nice thing is, I read online, was it some countries overseas have not gotten it yet? They can't have access yeah. to it. So that's like a whole other market share you haven't even hit. So I think they'll be fine if they're able to I think the only place it's at right now is America. America, if I yeah. correctly. I don't think they've been able to do any kind of like overseas. No. And I think once that happens, I mean, come on. like There's a lot of people oh, overseas. Oh, yeah, in Europe, especially Japan, China, Asian Brazil, market. Brazil. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, yeah. I think that'll put them where they need to be to get their numbers back. And what I'd love to see, which make me laugh my ass off, is once they open it up worldwide, they get like 2 million subscribers, something sick it number, be, and yeah. then they recoup all their money, and they, they go back to where they didn't have problems. Then maybe they can hang, hire the ring bell guy back. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be a good match. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So, you mentioned a, a guy named The Miz earlier. Oh yeah, he's got a big match on Sunday. He does. He has the he is the current Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, and we talked about this in our last our, our review of uh, that no, wasn't Payback. It was Battleground. 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 Yeah, yeah. We 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 did, we did a review of Battleground, and if you haven't checked it out, check it out. But you know, he won. Sneakily at the very end, last second against Dolph Ziggler. Dolph the Ziggler, Battle Royal Bukaki. We did won the uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That should be on a T-shirt. Yeah, that's that's it needs to be. If not our first or second T-shirt, hashtag Battle Royal Bukaki. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, we you and I talked about this before, and uh, I don't know if we were did it on a podcast, but you and I talked about it in the past where you know Ziggler got in trouble for a while. Oh yeah, he's, he's been trying to he's been trying yeah. to recoup ever since. Um, he had concussions and whatnot. And he's fine mentally. But he said some stuff on the mic that what Vincent wasn't too happy about, you know, in the past. So and hopefully he, they give him the chance. Although the Miz is such a good heel, like I prefer yeah. him as a heel. Oh, and me too. The whole really thing, like he was trying to be all good and yeah. fit. I mean, it was all right. But and then he did the you know the Christmas bounty, whatever it was. Yeah, Christmas they, bounty. And then ring four family, yeah, yeah, and and all that stuff. And now that he's a full heel, I prefer yeah. him as a full heel. Yeah, because you need to have that conflict. You know, what I mean, if there's no, if there is no tension and there's no, it's all just good the whole time. Yeah, it doesn't make things doesn't make things as exciting. You know, so I like that you have a polar opposite. You have this yeah. really high energy face yeah. going against this really manipulative uh, heel, heel, arrogant heel. Yeah. So I think it should be a good match because I, I think oh, the crowd's sure. crowd's going to be over for Ziggler, but who knows? Yeah. We've all seen matches where we think the crowd's going to go for one person and they go for the other. That's so. true. But uh, it'll be a good match. Uh, I, I think the Miz is going to pull it out at the end. I think he will too. And the thing is, and, and they would be stupid if they don't do this because, you know, they've got Layla and they've got Summer Rae doing that whole bullshit with Fandango and yeah. like, making him lose. Well, um, Summer Rae's in the new Marine 4. 
And I oh, think is she? It, she is. <laughs> and so I with uh, The Miz. So I think if they were smart, they would do some sort of love interest angle with The Miz and her to kind of help promote the movie since they're both in it. And then maybe have her be the one that helps him beat Dolph Ziggler, you know, keep the belt. And then not only does it give Summer Rae something to do being his love interest and helping him win, it also sets him up for a rematch and a third match. I mean, it could give them a series of matches. Because think, if they do a series of three or four really good high-level pay-per-view matches together, I mean, that's only going to help both their stocks. Well, that's the thing you know? is, I think you need to have time to build up things. You know, if you just oh, rush yeah. into something, you're not going to have the same impact. Oh, no, not at all. So, I, I do think it's going to be a good match. Uh, we're, we're curious because there's a lot of matches for this, for this SummerSlam. Yeah, I, I did the math, and if my math was correct... With all the matches, and this is not counting entrances or whatever, each match would get 22 minutes. And that's wow. no video cards or video no packages, no promos, no nothing. 22 minutes. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if either A, some matches get booted or some matches are like crazy or, short. Or interrupted or something. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, it'll be a good match. Uh, we also have the Chris Jericho Bray Wyatt match. That's going to be good, but also you got to remember that neither one of uh, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan and Eric Rowan cannot be at ringside. They've been banned from ringside, so it's going to be a one-on-one match between the two of them. True. And I'm not going to lie; I'm hoping if I was going to guess that Bray Wyatt's going to win this one because, I mean, you got to. Chris Jericho won the last one. If he doesn't win this one, then there's no reason for him to fight again. And I nope. think they want to have at least a good three three matches well, between them, you know? I feel like Bray Wyatt's been kind of misused a little bit because he, the whole John Cena thing was cool, but I preferred the Wyatts versus Shield. That was one yeah. of the best rivalries in recent memory. And oh, yeah. I really loved that, uh, that rivalry. It was really good. And the crowd loved it, too. And... For me, I was like, the the, the Wyatt Cena one was it was okay, uh, and th- I did I did find it funny when they did that cut that promo where, with the uh, the Wyatt's family and all that when Cena was making fun of them because that's oh, where yeah. Cena shines on the mic. Oh yeah, but you got to look at someone like Chris Jericho. You know, he is one of my favorite all time. If we ever yeah. do an all time list, that'll yeah. be something that we'll do homework on and come yeah. back on and on the show and talk about our top ten all time wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Jericho's in my top ten list of all time, just because what he's done for the company and who he is. He's got some of the best mic skills. He he he's just so he's he is one he is a heel in disguise because like no matter what he does, he still is a jackass. You know, like yeah. he he's out for number one, but but you like it, you know. And for me, Jericho was jobbing for a long time the last couple oh, yeah. of years. He was the jobber. Yeah, that's all he to was the doing. Stars. And we yeah. talk about that infamous WrestleMania where Fandango beat yeah. him. Like that was like what yeah. you know, huge upset. So, uh, yeah, that's for me. It's like that's going to be. You can flip a coin on this one. I, I do agree that Bray Wyatt should win that match. It makes yeah. sense for him to win that match. Yeah, but who knows? Who could be an interruption somehow? Maybe, yeah. maybe the Wyatts are not in the ring. There's like, yeah. a, like they're. I don't know. They could be in yeah. the. I have no idea what would happen, but. You I'm know, just thinking whatever happens has got to set up the third match between the two of them. You got things work in yeah. odds. It's better. It's more easier to it's if you, even it's, it's something about the way the psychology of the mind is. Things work better in odd pairs as opposed yeah. to even because you want something yeah. to complete that last. Yeah. Like musicians, they do things in, in odds. You know to complete that that phrase that right. chord progression. Right. Uh, so I think it fits better to have that third match to really really sell. And I think when they do the third match at the next pay-per-view, which if I remember correctly is Night of Champions, I think it'll be some sort of stipulation match. I think it's going to be some sort of, 
either a ladder match or there, it's not going to be a straight up wrestling match because right. the last match was a straight up wrestling match. This is going to be a straight up wrestling match, and he's got none of his backup, which a heel usually needs. True. So, I mean, I think he's going to have to beat Jericho cleanly, and then maybe them have a submission match or something. Um, well, it's been a while since he's won with the with the uh, Walls of Jericho, right? I can't even tell you the last time I can remember him winning with because the, the Code Breaker was a thing that he came out doing. Back when was it the first Y two J yeah the first Y two J, and I know it messes with his knees when he does the does the uh, the move so the code what, breaker the code yeah. breaker yeah well you remember that's the reason why um I want to say it was, Punk left well not just CM Punk but Primo which was the one that had the apples and Carlito Carlito that's, that's right he did he something left because the back he did the breaker or yeah, scratcher or something it, it was yeah. called the the backstabber, backstabber and it was basically the code breaker yeah but it fucked his knees up so much he got uh allegedly. Strung out on painkillers, and that's the reason why they let him go because he was just so fucking zonked out all the time. They're like, yeah. dude, and now he's working in Puerto Rico with his dad. But yeah. he, he, I've heard multiple interviews where he said the worst thing I ever did in my entire career was use that as a finisher because yeah. it completely just fucked up my knees. And the thing is, once your knees are gone, you're fucked. You're like done. you're just you can't lift, you can't do nothing. Yeah, I mean that's not just wrestling; that's just life. Yep. You're fucked. So because you ain't getting new knees, so. There's a guy named Seth Rollins. There is. He used to be in the Shield. He is. He is Mr. Money in the Bank. He is Mr. Money in the Bank. And I would be remiss if I did not talk about the hilarious thing that Dean Ambrose did. Uh, not is it this last Monday night or the one before it? But where he took the Money in the Bank and he had, or was it on SmackDown? Was it on SmackDown? Uh, no, I think it was on Raw. Where Raw. He took Raw. it. And he put a soda or something. It was like the funniest it up and he, uh, thing I've seen on Raw. In a long time, so much that the commentators were actually legitimately laughing. Like they yeah. did not. I don't even know if they knew what he was going to do. I don't think they did. I think they just said he's he took coming this out kid's here. kid's popcorn. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just like, see ya. I mean, yeah. the kid was fine with it, and they probably yeah. gave him, the WWE probably comped him a popcorn. But them popcorn, they probably gave him like t-shirts and hats yeah. and shit. Yeah. And then some guys drink, and, yeah. and then he took JBL's hat. Yeah, like, and then put it in there, and then fucked up his hat. Which JBL I, legitimately was like. Well, you got to understand because I know you don't wear country western wear like I do. Yeah, that's a two hundred fifty three hundred dollar hat. Wow, that's not a like a ha ha hat. That is like a big money, like a good Stetson like that, easily two fifty three hundred dollars. Wow. And that's that's like a mid range. That ain't even talking a fucking high end Cadillac Stetson, which is in the five six hundred dollar range. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, if I was JBL, me and him would have a conversation later, like. <laughs> Motherfucker, you owe me a hat. But it was hilarious, and the crowd was so over because they've been so over with Dean Ambrose for a while now. Yeah, and I always felt like I was worried about him. Like I said earlier, about him being like maybe after the Shield broke up, he would just because at that point Seth Rollins was doing a lot of the acrobatic. Remember when they yeah, were fighting yeah. against the Evolution? Like yeah. he was really doing a lot, and so. But I actually think that Seth Rollins has done a good job on the mic in the last few weeks because he's being a little shaky. Yeah. But he's he's improving, I think, and he's yeah. being a little more charismatic on the mic. So um, I've got to have a feeling that you know because he's in the uh, you know he's in the authority with Triple H. Triple H, I'm sure, is taking him under his wing and giving him help. Right. I'm sure you know Randy Orton is giving him help. Yeah. Uh, Kane. Yeah. You know all those guys. I'm sure that he's traveling with or giving him help and helping him on the mic because they know right. that I mean. With him having the money in the bank, he, you know he's on his way to a title shot, if not winning the title. So they well, they won't do a title. They won't do a title change at this. They will wait to no, WrestleMania. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, I probably wouldn't even say WrestleMania. I would say because you've got nine of champions. 
There's nine. What month are we in now? August. Okay, September's Night of Champions. October's Hell in the Cell. Right. November is Survivor Series. December is TLC. Ooh, TLC would be an interesting one. Yeah, it's going to be a throwaway one. It's that's either going to be TLC that is or where, in January. TLC is where Randy Orton won the, the two championship belts. I right. Remember. So right. that was a big night. So. Yeah, so it could be TLC uh, or the January one because February is uh, Royal Rumble. And then it's February, March, April is WrestleMania season. So it, basically December, January is kind of where wrestling will throw some screwballs. True. Because it they know that they can do whatever they want because they've got enough time that they can write it by wrestling. Between then and Royal Rumble, they can move whatever pieces they need to right. on the chessboard, if you know what I'm saying. So they might throw it on them at, at TLC and then let them keep it for a month or two and then you know take it off them. Who wins this match? Uh, which one out of uh, Seth Rollins? And there's not a winner. It's a Lumberjack match because that's the stipulation they had. Right. And the reason I think they did that is because of the fact that when you're a booker and you're booking the matches five time five time no yeah. no mean not booker. That booker not that booker not, not that booker okay. the booker okay. the person your writer that's booking gotcha. the matches gotcha gotcha you you want to tease something as long as possible and you want to make sure that because you want people to pay for it right and at the pay-per-view I think they'll brawl I think that they'll you know, beat each other up, but there's going to be some sort of shenanigans. Now, what the shenanigans are going to be, I don't know, but there will not be any kind of clean winner. So right. it'll set up a match in Night of Champions, which I wouldn't be surprised if maybe at Night of Champions, because every match is supposed to be a title match. Yeah. If maybe they do a match, like say Dean Ambrose wins. And he's like, you know, I beat you, whatever. And then Seth Rollins says, I want a rematch. And he's like, no, I'm not fighting you. I beat your ass already. Right. All right, if you fight me and you beat me, you get my money in the bank. Mm. Uh, briefcase. That, that would be interesting. Because then something's on the line. Right. Because I, whatever their next match is going to be, I think it's going to be another stipulation match. I don't think they're going to let them have a clean one-on-one match for a couple months because you want to tease that shit. Like, you right. want to, you know, you want to work them up a little, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a tag team match as well. It's on the pre-show. It's yeah. on the pre-show, and that's between the Usos, Rybaxel, and Stardust, Stardust and, and Cody Rhodes. And who wins that match? Well, you left one out. Oh, there's one other one. Yeah, the 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 Wyatt family's in it. The, oh, okay. Yeah, the, I don't. That's right. That's right. And that was a good match in Battleground, the Wyatts yeah. and the Usos. So that that'd be interesting to see. Uh, who wins that match? I don't know. If it was up to me, I'd say give it a Gold Dust and Stardust. That would be awesome. That would be awesome because I think they're the best tag team going right now. Yeah. I've got a bad feeling they're just going to leave it on the Usos just because they're they like, sell merch. Sell merch and people like them. And it's just like, well, don't rock the boat. Because um, I can tell you, you ain't going to win it. It ain't going to be right back. So nope. you, can, you can, that shit ain't happening. The only other people that might win might be uh, the Wyatt family guys. That would be, I think, that would be a surprise. That would be a surprise, and that actually might be really, really cool. It might even plant some seeds for them breaking them up, maybe, Ooh. possibly. Um, I still think it's too early to break them up. I think you I, need I to keep agree. them yeah. as long as possible. I also think you need to put his cousin in there, the Bo Leave kid, because that Bo Leave gimmick ain't doing shit. No, and if he'll grow him a Duck Dynasty beard, because you know him and our brothers from real life, yeah. yeah so let his brother be one of his brothers in the Wyatt family. Just get his ass to grow a beard. Yep. You know? We we joke. Chris Jericho jokes. We all joke about Stephanie McMahon. But one thing you can't joke about yeah. is how well she's done these last two years. She's done excellent, in my opinion. I think she is good as ever on the mic. 
Yeah. I think she's just she's always been amazing. She could throw on tears instantly, like oh, yeah. an actress. Like, oh yeah, awesome. But she has a match with Brie Bella, and this is whole. We won't get into the whole story of it, but Brie Bella was essentially fired. Fired, and she assaulted, or uh, Stephanie assaulted her, and Stephanie was going to get charged with assault. Right, and to get the charges thrown out, she had to rehire Brie Bella. And give her this match at SummerSlam, right. which I think is the smartest thing ever because basically you turn Stephanie McMahon into what her father was ten years, twenty years ago. Exactly, almost. you make him the the Vince McMahon, and you make Brie Bella the Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you just basically run that whole storyline over again. Although I don't, one thing I noticed in the last few confrontations that they had with Brie Bella, Brie Bella's mic skills aren't the best. And I've, me personally, I was really dissecting her, uh, her, vo- her mic skills, and where she's like, "Wait a minute, Stephanie," and like, "You need to give me a title match at at at, at SummerSlam. I, I need a, a match at, t- at SummerSlam." And she's like, "Okay," and then she's like, "But I'm not done yet." And like, I don't know, it just feels like her delivery is a little it's off. Bad. It's real bad. It's not. <laughs> it's 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 porn star movie bad. It's like, not very it's, good. God, it's Nikki's bad. better on the mic than Brie is. Nikki is better on the mic than Brie is, and she's a little more arrogant. Uh, 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 Nikki does. Nikki's a little bit more arrogant, like a little more uh, got more of a, that moxie, you know. Well, like, I think, and, and this is just like I said, if Total Divas isn't lying to me, it seems like out of the two sisters, uh, Nikki is the more sassy, like outgoing, outgoing one, and Brie is the more shy. Also. From what uh, Big Show said, because he was on the Mike Calta show a few weeks ago and was talking about him and uh, Daniel Bryan getting married, and he's like, those two are perfect for each other because he's like, Bree is so hippy dippy trippy <laughs> and just total, just an earth child, you know, right. that like they're perfect for each other. And that's the reason why I think some of her, not that that should equate to bad Mike skills, but I just think she's just so kind of like, whatever, dude. Like, right. she's not a confrontational person no. in real life. No. So to like, Play a confrontation right. like that, even though it's fake, she just can't pull it off because she doesn't know how. Brie Bella wins with, with Nikki's assistance, right? Yeah, for I sure. think that's how it works. I think so. And then there's another match. Yeah, there'll be a rematch or there'll be something. Some some short shenanigans that go down. I think if, if Stephanie was smart... Diva. Diva's match. Not just a Diva's match, but you have Brie win, but then when she's getting her ass beat... Have like awesome Kong come back, or, oh. or what Jimmy Snooka's uh, daughter, uh, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, have her come out and say Stephanie brought her into the authority, and now she's Stephanie's new personal bodyguard, and just like beat the shit out of Brie. Right. And then the next match will be like Brie versus her. I would with love Stephanie, you know, managing or some shit. I would love to see Stephanie wear gold. How awesome would that be? How top of the world would you oh, be? Oh, that'd be awesome. It'd that'd be, be like when Vince McMahon won the title. You remember when him and, yep. and, and Stone Cold? And that was the best shape I think I ever saw Vince in his Vince entire life. Vince was jacked. He, he looked was awesome. super jacked. Yeah. But I would love this. And, and Stephanie, I mean, my wife was going, hey, Stephanie's got some arms. She's really no, been working out. She's got some Stephanie guns. Stephanie works out with Triple she H. Does. And is a, she does. She could whoop both of our asses. I know. You don't want to mess with her. So, but I would love to see her wear gold and have that match or something like that. Oh, um, for sure. But speaking of the Divas match, uh, we have one at SummerSlam between Paige and AJ Lee. We do. And what's your thoughts on on how this has been built up? <sighs> built up has been shitty, in my opinion, because they're doing that whole frenemy angle, and it, to me, it's just it's not really doing anything. It's not tickling my pickle. It's not. 
it's just not doing anything for me, like, at all. And I love Paige to death, but, like, they're not using her well on the mic. No. AJ just seems to be decimating her on the mic. And I don't think it's Paige's fault. No. I think they're giving AJ the better dialogue, and this is just completely, I'm pulling out of my ass conspiracy theory. I think they're doing it on purpose. I think they're giving AJ the better dialogue so they can bury Paige and then because you know Vince doesn't like Paige, right. he'd be like, Well, we tried. We you know, we did it's our easy best. easy when you're you controlling know. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then Barry it her. It sucks because yeah. Paige is a top the five. Thing one going. Of the, well, one of the best wrestlers, female wrestlers in, in right now, oh. next to Natalia. She's yeah. she's amazing, you know? Yeah. And AJ on the flip side, AJ's a better mic skills that we know yeah. of. Yeah. Uh and it makes me sad, man. She used to, at one time she was the NXT women's champion. And she was the Divas champion at the oh, same yeah. time. And I was like, oh, my God, she's getting such a push. Yeah. You know, I follow her on Twitter, and she's so humble and so, like, people. Thankful, she tweets, loves her retweets fans. everyone yeah. that's on there. And, like, she just loves. She realizes she wouldn't be where she was today without her fans. And, yeah. God, I just, I, I, I think she has the potential to really be, have longevity in the WWE. But it's all up to Vince. I mean, he's going to be the one that says, eh, pull the chain. Yeah. I remember the wrestler that we remember back in our battleground episode. We couldn't remember that wrestler that Vince made us forget about. Yeah, Caitlyn. I loved Caitlyn. So did I. I love, but she's gone. Yeah, she's gone. They nixed her. They wiped it out of our. They brainwashed us. Yeah. We don't think about it. They take away all the the promos yeah. and merch. They wipe you from your mind. Well, I will say this: at least in Caitlyn's case, she left on her own. I know because she decided she. She got engaged, and the guy was a professional bodybuilder, and she she is too. Because, I mean, she was always very thick because yeah. she she was a bodybuilder. And now they do, like, the pro bodybuilding circuit. And they've right. got their own, like, personal training program and stuff. And I've got to think she's got to be 100 times happier now just because she's at home with their new husband. And, you know, and God bless her. I, number one, I thought she was just drop-dead gorgeous. But, two, she, she, was. she had she had skill. Like, she could wrestle. She was powerful in She the was ring. powerful. Yep. She could wrestle. She did a good job. Yep. She was athletic. Her and Natalia had some yeah. great matches. So I Amazing re- matches. Yeah. And I just think it was another one of those things where they put the belt on her. I don't think Vince was totally sold on her. And then he just shipped her upriver. Because yeah. it just seems like with the guys, he gives them a little bit more leeway. But with the girls, if he's not sold on you, he's just shipping your ass upstream and calling yeah. her today. Yeah. So... So yeah, I just thought it was funny how we couldn't remember her. Yeah, name which day. is really sad because I really I liked her. Loved her. So I. Like she was the greatest to yeah. me at, at that time because it was like you had nobody. Yeah, you had her. You had Natalia and AJ wasn't wrestling yet. She right. was there, but she right. wasn't. You know, so yeah. So you mentioned in your top five earlier, uh, Randy Orton. I did. He has a match against uh, Roman Reigns. I I'll tell you what, Roman Reigns has single handedly brought Randy Orton back from the brink, in my opinion. I Because he was super irrelevant. Nobody gave a shit. Everybody hated him. Hated Everyone hated him when he was a champion, too. Yeah. Like, ah, fuck it. You yeah, know? because it's Orton. And, and I'm not going to lie. Like, I love Orton, but I love People him. People were so mad yeah. at the Mason Chamber when he won again. We're oh, like, I thought oh. they were going to fucking riot. <laughs> Remember, like, it, was, yeah. it was having that uh, Undertaker match, look, where all the crowd was like, their mouths dropped open. They're like, yeah, they're like, holy shit, we didn't think this was going to happen. No. So, I, I think that this is... Could be matched. In it could match. be. I was going to say the yeah. same thing. It, it so. has potential because you know the crowd loves to hate Randy Orton now. They but they love seeing the RKO when he's yeah. getting ready for the car RKO. They all stand up. Oh yeah, they're all getting. It, ready it's for reminiscent it. of where the Rock when he was in the People's Elbow when, oh, back yeah. when he was a heel. Yeah. People still stood up for that People's Elbow man because yeah, they wanted to see that. They did. Shit. They yeah. did. So it, you know, 
Uh, and then, of course, Roman Reigns is so over at the crowd now, and he's only getting more momentum. And if you folks go back and watch the last Royal Rumble, he was the number two person in the, the yeah. last person standing in the Royal Rumble, which says volumes for the yeah. WWE. Could be the match of the night. I I want a title. I want a title shot for Roman Reigns. For sure. For sure. He deserves it. He's oh, excellent. For uh, sure. Let's let's preface our comments by saying this last Monday night or the night before. The old Monday, I'm getting confused. I watch Monday nights back to back a lot yeah. of times. If I miss the week before, I watch them with the one that's coming out. But I think it was the last Monday night. Um, the one of the best promos I've seen the WWE cut in years. Oh yeah, this was the one that was like two or three days ago. So this was like four days ago when they did. Monday oh Night my Raw. goodness! I know exactly what you're talking about. Not only, of course, you guys. If you don't know, this is the Brock Lesnar John Cena match. Of course, and they did his promo where they just said, "Hey, Brock, say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, we'll bleep you. We'll bleep it. Yeah, but we're gonna let you say whatever you want and give you. A he was not mic. scripted. Yeah. No. That fucker goes. I want to say anything about. I'm gonna. He's gonna be on his blood and vomit and urine and like, you know, I'm gonna fuck him up. And like he was yeah. saying. I mean, but the, like they were bleeping it. But, yeah. but the cool thing is, is it shows intent. And yeah. like, even though they bleeped it, it shows the anger and the veracity yeah. of what he's saying. And like, I was like, oh my god, it, it just. I I I loved it back and forth. And they were just. It kind of reminded me of the old Rock Stone Cold days, like when oh, they were yeah. cutting promos. Like, this can make this match super. I'm I'm stoked about oh, this I'm match super now. Stoked. I wasn't before. I was like, oh, another Brock match, and he's fought Cena before, and I'm like, oh, whatever. Oh, but you got to remember that first Rock Cena match was probably one of the greatest matches I, oh, yeah. I've seen. Like, it, it was amazing. And if they bring that intensity to this match, it's going to be over the top. The best line in this promo made me chuckle out loud. He goes. If I didn't leave the WWE, then he'd be going to the supermarket and buying Fruity Pebbles and eating them at home instead of him being paid to eat, eat Fruity, Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles. I was like, yes, thank you. It was yeah. awesome. I mean, he, he was great, man. I, I, I have I, Right now, I have, I have a grin from ear to ear because that promo was so good, and people yeah. hate him because of the... He's hated because of the Undertaker entering, entering, yeah. ending this. Well, street. he was hated before that because he was hated in the UFC. But he's so cocky. I love yeah. it. He's so. I'm, wherever I've gone, I've been a champion. I left yeah. here. I became a UFC champion. I'm back. I'm gonna be the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. And I mean, he was so confident, oh, arrogant. Yeah. I, I loved it. Like that's what a heel is supposed to be like. Yeah. Bravo, Brock Lesnar. I, I, you've got me interested in this match now because of your yeah. promo. So I, I am. I still think Cena wins it. I don't think Brock wins it, but I think you need to know, edit on man. unless I you think, think, that, I think you think they, so. I think that Brock may win it. If Brock wins yeah. it, he needs to be on more often. You can't be doing this th- ninety well, day, thirty day contract I th- shit. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think he wins it, and then I think Heyman does. Maybe he does one, two Raw appearances between now and the next pay per view. He loses it, and then he they have a rematch at Nine of Champions, or he loses it to Seth Rollins. That would be a WTF, wouldn't it? Yeah, if he wins, and then Seth Rollins takes it back <laughs> and. Triple H comes and says, you know, hey, you had a plan C, well, I had a plan B. Awesome. I, I like you know? where your head's at. So, that would be awesome. Yeah, that I could see. Um, but I, I love Brock Lesnar, and I've loved so him since I. UFC. So do I. I like Brock Lesnar, too. Um, and it's funny you said that people don't like him. People haven't liked him since UFC because I don't remember the night he, he won the fight. They came out, and he cut an old-school WWE promo in the middle of the octagon. They're like, he's like, oh, hey, I want to tell everybody that I knew I was going to beat his ass. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to drink Coors Light because Bud Light won't pay me. And I'm going to get up on my wife. See you later. And, like, walked out. And, like, Dana White looked like he was about to choke him the fuck out. He had an aneurysm. He did because, A, he just basically told their biggest sponsor, Bud Light, to fuck off. 
And then he just, oh my God, like he was going to kill him. From what I understand, that the the argument that happened between the two of them after that match was stuff of legend. So, awesome, awesome. Yeah, but I mean, I love the guy. He can cut a promo. That was the best promo I've seen in a while because you've seen because we do these parties at my house. Yeah, on the Facebook invite page, I put up the. Did you see it? The little poster. It yeah. said hustle, loyalty, respect versus blood. Vomit and, and piss and yeah. urine. Yeah, oh yeah. and it That's was like, awesome. oh yeah, we need to put that probably on our happy hour page That's just so awesome. you can see it because it was yeah. so hilarious. But I, that I think is going to be for me match of the night. That better be the long match. I want a thirty minute match or more. Well, that's I, the reason why I took the night the, the day after off. Besides barbecue and ribs and being able to drink beer and have a good time, like I want to be able to sit and enjoy that match and not be like, okay, as soon as it's over, everybody's got to go because I got to get yep. in bed and I've got work exactly. the next day. Like I want us to be able to like kind of decompress and really. Right. You know, enjoy it. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely excited. looking forward to yeah. it for sure. It's probably I've looked. I'm looking forward to this probably more than any other pay per view since Money in the Bank. It's a good card. It's stacked. Yeah, it's I, I really like stacked. it. It's a very solid card. So definitely, we want to get your thoughts on what you think. Who you think is going to be the winners? And this oh, is our sure. thoughts and whatnot. And of course, we'll have this out before SummerSlam, so you'll get a chance to yeah. listen to us. Uh, we'll make it prior to you get this out before Sunday, uh, hopefully on Wednesday or Friday. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Something to listen to on the weekend before. Maybe we'll listen to yeah. this before the your pay per view starts. Show. That'd be awesome. Yeah, so. hopefully we can get it out early in the week. Maybe, yeah. maybe even a Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. so you can have so. a week to listen. Yep. So uh, definitely, as always, you can catch Deuce at All Things Deuce. It's D U C E on the Twitter machine. Exactly. And I am Johnny underscore Womack. That's W O M A C K. And, of course, we just have our new Twitter, uh, at HH Podcast Show. So definitely uh, hit us up on there as well. Yeah, show us some love on there. And, of course, our Facebook. It, yeah, Facebook, you can hit us at Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Mm-hmm. And you can put it in the search bar. It's right up top. Uh, please give us some likes. Give us some love on there. We could really, really use some traffic on there. And also something we didn't really even mention, uh, our our Podomatic. Go to our Podomatic page. Yes, it's excellent, yeah. man. I mean, it's hhshowpodcast.podomatic.com. Check yeah. it out. Because you can leave comments directly on each episode, like it's yeah. it definitely check us out. That's who we're. That's our main host. That's who's actually letting us post these uh, podcasts on. Yeah. So de- these episodes. So definitely check us out. And we thank you for listening. You guys have shown your, you've been loud and clear what you like, and yeah. we just really appreciate that. And please leave more feedback. And just uh, we're looking forward to having more guests on and some specials sure. and stuff because we want to we want to uplift people. We want people that have passions. They we want to be able to magnify that for you. Yeah. So. Sure. Uh, we're geeks ourselves, so we, we definitely want to uh, show you that hey, it's made made by geeks for geeks and yeah. nerds and, and just fans of whatever. But we we love it. So we're so un- we're the Fubu of podcasts. We're the Fubu of podcasts. <laughs> okay, that's going on a t shirt. There you go. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will catch you guys soon. All right, see you later. Deuce is He's on, on the loose. loose.